Smartcast. It's the famous Ram Dass quote, right? If you think you're enlightened or you think you're awakened, go spend a weekend with your parents. <laughs> and I, I share that because this teaching here around learning to set boundaries with your family members will be a lifelong learning, will be a lifelong unraveling. And this could be a bonus step in itself. We can learn to release expectation on having to work all this out, having to be perfect at this. Welcome, beautiful souls, to season three of the Cosmic Love Antenna with your host, Harrison Ma. I invite you on a mystical voyage from the intellect to the soul, delving deep into the mysteries of love's spiritual essence and its divine unfolding. This podcast celebrates the peeling back of heart layers, revealing beautiful, profound lessons, interviews with loving spiritual seekers, and practices and tools to open up your heart to love's infinite wisdom. I'm so excited to have you and grateful that our hearts have connected. Enjoy the show. Good morning, evening, afternoon, magical beings. Welcome back to the Cosmic Love Antenna and a, another download transmission from my heart to yours. Today's episode, if you're tuning in on the podcast player or live here today on Facebook and YouTube, Today's episode is on creating healthy boundaries, specifically in family, with family members, creating healthy boundaries with family. I am so excited to share 10 spiritual slash emotional energetic rules, teachings, understandings to support you with setting boundaries with people that you can't escape from. Lovingly, you can't disconnect from lovingly you can't fully detach from because they're your family right so this is the conundrum here how do we set healthy energetic parameters boundaries for ourselves so we can fully stand strong in our loving light and also keep these beautiful dynamics alive in our lives keep the love flowing keep the communication flowing so that is really what we're going to get into today and make sure you stick around to the end so you can soak up all 10 points because all of them are valuable and you'll see why if you're joining live today on facebook or youtube remember you can always leave your comments and questions as we flow as always and if you're listening on the podcast player please remember to share this out with a family member, a friend or a lover that you think it can support and give value to. All right, let's get straight into it. So tip number one for really tuning into how we can set healthy boundaries with our family members is put simply a boundary with a family member is a lesson for them to receive a boundary with a family member is a lesson for them to receive what am i talking about what do i mean for this well as always here on the show i really like to go to the deeper perspectives of 
any conversation, but specifically one like this. And when we set a boundary with a family member, something very powerful occurs. Let's use an example. Let's say that I have gotten into an argument with my lovely mother. And because of that, I have decided to put up a boundary between me and her. In that moment, it causes anger, frustration. It causes annoyance. It causes a lot of heavy shadows to come up from both sides. But let's speak about the mother in this example. In that experience of all of the triggers coming up, a opportunity is granted for the parent. The opportunity is granted for the family member, an opportunity to reflect, an opportunity to hopefully go within, an opportunity to sit with. And I'll come back to the sitting, sitting with in another point. But on a spiritual level, on a soulful level, it is in this moment a soul contract is activated, a soul lesson is activated. So when we set a boundary with a family member, we must remember that a lesson is given for them to receive. In that moment of us saying no, putting a line in the sand and putting up that boundary slash wall, we create a lesson or maybe put more simply, we allow a lesson to be activated. And if we can hold this in our hearts when we set the boundaries, now we can release a lot of the guilt, the shame, the blame and judgment that we place on ourselves when we are asking whether or not to put the boundary in the first place. So that's the first lesson here. That's the first tip around setting healthy boundaries. The next one, number two, and this flows on from this idea of soul contracts and soul lessons. We must remember when we set boundaries, especially with family members, we must remember that our soul path, our soul's journey, our soul's awakening, our soul's experience in this lifetime, while we interact and are connected to many other different souls, have contracts with many other different souls in this, in this example today, contracts with family members. We must remember that at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, our soul responsibility, see what I did there? Our soul responsibility is to our journey is to our soul path, is to our soul's evolution and consciousness. We must always come back to the I, right? And then build out, right? And then expand out into the we and the all, right? Because we're here to connect. But the first priority will always be us. So when you are in the moment of choice, to set a boundary with a family member, it's important to reflect on the biggest responsibility that you have. And that is to your unraveling, is to, uh, is to your expansion, is to your awakening. And if that awakening, 
that unraveling in this moment requires a boundary to be set with the family member, with the difficult family connection, then it must be done. Because if we give away our power and put responsibility to them first, it will always come back to bite us. It will always come back as a reflection, right? It will always come back as a suppressed need, a suppressed desire that we project out onto other people. So your responsibility, your sole responsibility is to your path. And then we add on the connections, the relationships, the family members, etc. Tip number three for boundary setting with family members specifically is, and this is these next two tips here, I would put under the category of ancestral healing. And just before I continue, for people tuning into the podcast today on the podcast player, I'll put a link to another episode I've done on boundaries in general and also a few ancestral healing conversations. So the next tip is you can send them love beyond the physical. You can send your family members love beyond the physical or the physical connection that you have with them. So why is this important? Why is this relevant? Often I've noticed when I've set boundaries with family members or more importantly, have not set boundaries with family members, it's because there is a fear that I will not be able to love them or they will not be able to receive my love with the boundary that is set, with the line in the, sta- in the sand that's putting up a physical separation in order for the boundary to be initiated. And this could not be further from what reality actually is. Because when you set a physical boundary between you and your family member, Yes, there is physical disconnection. But just because there is physical disconnection does not mean there is not spiritual, soulful, energetic connection. And this is what we can learn to remember. Just because we place a hard physical boundary does not mean we cannot spread and share our love across time and space to them with the boundary still initiated. So let's get super specific. Okay, let's say that you have decided to set up a boundary between your father, parent, your parental father. And in that boundary, you then decide to travel to the other side of the world, right? We're getting extreme here just to prove a point. Just because you are on the other side of the world and have this physical boundary of maybe no communication, of no physical connection, does not mean due to the rules of ancestral healing 
you cannot, as an example, go into meditation, hold them on your heart and send them love, send them compassion, send them kindness, send them gratitude, send them bliss, send them pleasure, send them anything that you desire on an energetic and spiritual slash soulful level. We know this connection exists. Right? We know that our love moves beyond time and space. When you drop into the heart, there is no time and space. So just summarizing this, it's important to remember that a physical boundary does not eliminate energetic connection, loving energetic connection. And if you wish to connect and share your love with a physical boundary set up, it is more than possible. You can have it all. This is not an or conversation. This is an and conversation. Welcome, Jade. I see you there in the Facebook chat, which blows me on just for people popping in. We're, we're dropping in, giving some beautiful tips here today around how to set boundaries with family members from a spiritual, emotional lens. This flows on, this last ancestral point, ancestral healing point flows on to point number four, which is when we set boundaries with family members on an energetic spiritual level, we must remember that we can bring in other ancestors for guidance, other ancestors for support, other ancestors to help us either set up the boundaries in the first place and or maintain them right to infuse them with more support with more love with more whatever is needed in the moment right? because our ancestors are here with us they they have never not been here with us if we do not feel them if the connection is not apparent moving through us the issue challenge is not with them it's with us it's because we haven't opened to it it's because we haven't allowed ourselves to receive their love so in moments of desire to set healthy boundaries with family members we can open our hearts to ask for ancestral support to ask for an ancestor specifically to come in to give us guidance around how to do this around how to express communicate, establish, maintain all the things around the boundaries themselves. Because most likely, and this is another side to it in many ways, most likely we can bring in ancestors for setting up healthy boundaries with family members because they too had the same challenges or they too have an answer in relation to this specific question because they went through a similar experience as we all do, right? So this is a tip here to really bring in that ancestral support, call to them, receive the love that you deserve to receive. Let's keep it flowing. Just about halfway through these lessons and teachings. 
Number five here with setting healthy boundaries with your family members. It's okay. It's okay to feel it all and to be in it. It's okay to feel it all and to be in it. What do I mean by this? Often when we are trying to set boundaries with family members in the attempt to do so, if you're like me, we're not always successful. We're not always effective at first establishing establishing them, first setting them up. And in this confusion, in this tension, in this, in this communication of boundaries, what often occurs? A lot of emotions, a lot of things are triggered, a lot of sensitivities, feelings come up. And it's in these moments, what we also often do is we judge, we blame, we shame, we hold guilt for the fact that we didn't do the thing. We couldn't get it right. We did it wrong again. We fell into the trap again. We fell into the same loop again. So it's here, the tip lies. And it is the teaching around, it's okay. It's okay to feel it and be in it. It's okay to be triggered. It's okay to have the shadows come up. It's okay to react instead of respond. And not only is it okay, it's all a part of the show. Not only is it okay, it's all a part of moving through this beautiful, soulful experience. Right? And these are, this is really two points here, right? Point five and point six is it's okay to feel it. It's okay to be triggered and react, quote unquote, badly. Because the feeling of it and the reaction, the trigger, the trigger coming up, the, even the judgment, the blame, the shame that we place, both of these sides, it's all a part of it. It's all a part of the love that you are, the unique expression of divinity that you are, the unique God that you are, experiencing the classroom of life, experiencing the classroom of the soul's evolution. So practically what this means when we set up healthy boundaries with our family members, with our familial counterparts, and it doesn't go as smoothly as we wish, it goes quote unquote badly and wrong. It is in these moments we can release into okayness, we can release into enoughness, we can release into worthiness and actually hold gratitude for the shadow for the density, for the pain, for the guilt, for the shame. 
because in that gratitude, we also allow it to release. We also allow it to move. We also allow it to transmute back into light and love. And this will not only help you continue to set boundaries in the future with said family members, this is a lesson higher to the degree in which it shows us how to do shadow work at large, right? It shows us how to work with our triggers, work with our, our bad parts, work with our heavy parts in a overview, right? We must hold love. We must hold gratitude. We must hold celebration for them because they deserve it as equally as our light, as our integrated parts, as our balanced parts. So it's okay to feel it and be in it. It's also okay to be triggered and to react badly. Face them both with gratitude and love because they deserve it. Okay, let's keep it moving. So those were five and six, just for people keeping track both together. Uh, next up here, and I told you I'd come back to this point, this lesson number seven here around creating healthy boundaries with your family members is remembering this understanding that we are always planting seeds. We are always planting seeds. When we set a boundary, boundary with a family member, often with our voice, with our communication, we share our feelings, we share our thoughts, we share our internal ongoings with them and then set the boundary itself. We must remember that all communication, all things shared with these people that we love, it's always planting seeds. It's always moving through them and holding in them, whether we are conscious of it or not. Just because in the, in the moment of setting a boundary with a family member and it goes bad, they react badly, things blow up, emotions go everywhere, doesn't mean that something isn't nourished, something isn't seeded, something isn't held in the consciousness of the person. I cannot count how many times I've attempted to set boundaries with family members. And yes, in the moment it didn't go as I desired, but then an hour, a few hours, a day later, a another conversation was instigated around that moment, around that moment of setting the boundary. And it was a apology or it was a, Hey, let's do that. Or it was a, I agree with you. So this is really the teaching here and the remembrance that just because it doesn't go as you expect it to go in the moment, does not mean that that is the future, that that is how it will continue to be. 
And this is because of this phenomenon that we are always planting seeds and it's growing, but you must release and have faith that through your actions, through your communication, through your love, you're doing this, you're impacting them in this way. And what this does is it releases, once again, the guilt, the shame, the judgment, the blame that we hold on to ourselves, that we're bad, that we're not doing it correctly, that, that, this, that this is never going to work because it's not true. So that's a big one. A little refresh here before I keep flowing on. I'd love to know how this is impacting you. If you're listening on the podcast player, leave it, leave your comments over in Spotify. You can leave comments on podcast uh, episodes now. So if you open the podcast player and go to the comment section, you can leave, how is this impacting you? What point has really shifted you the most? If you're listening on Apple, you can leave this in reviews, right? So what, how is this impacting you? What, what element do you resonate with most? I'd love to hear your feedback. Okay, a few more here today to really set these beautiful parameters up with the family members that we don't want to cut out of our lives. We don't want to disconnect from. We don't want to fully remove. So tip number eight, lesson number eight for setting boundaries with family members is their wound is not a reflection of you when acting from love. Their wound is not a reflection of you when acting with love. So what do I mean by this? When you place your hands on your heart, as an example, when you place your hands on your heart with the intention of trying to discover how you will set a boundary with a family member and intuition comes through, you receive loving guidance and then you take action on said loving guidance. You go to set up the boundary. It doesn't go the way that you want it to. Emotions come up, reactions come up, triggers come up. They're wounded by your words. Often what can occur in this situation is we take on their reaction as a reflection of us. We take on their reaction, their anger, their, their frustration, their sadness, their whatever it is, we take it on as us. We take it on as our, who we are, our identity. We take it on as our value, our worth. And it's, it is here that the lesson lies. When you act from love and you set or attempt to set a boundary with a family member and they respond with their wounding, with their shadows, with their darkness, it will never be a reflection of you. It is in this moment we must learn to drop and release 
their heaviness, their darkness, their wounds. And remember our light, our love. And this doesn't mean we're spiritually bypassing our shadows that might be triggered. doesn't mean we're spiritually bypassing our wounds that might be triggered in the moment. But what it does mean is that we're putting a distinction between what is ours and what is theirs. And we're remembering who we are, remembering what we wish to identify by, not becoming the victim and becoming their sorrow, their anger, their sadness, their frustration. So this is a very important energetic lesson at large, but also within this specific, really dynamic between family members, because this is when it comes up the most. So big lessons, big lessons here. Welcome, Nelly. I see you in the Facebook chat. Yes. Happy it's resonating. Preparing to have a call with my mum. And there's so much resistance I have towards making this step. Yes. Well, it's the famous Ram Dass quote, right? If you think you're enlightened or you think you're awakened, go spend a weekend with your parents. <laughs> and I, I share that because this teaching here around learning to set boundaries with your family members will be a lifelong learning, will be a lifelong unraveling. And this could be a bonus step in itself. We can learn to release expectation on having to work all this out, having to be perfect at this, having to be the master at all this, because in my opinion, from just my experience with working with people and just working on myself, there will always be something more here to shed light on, to inject love into. And that's okay. That's normal. But it's up to us to apply and get out of our own way so we can actually do it. All right. Thank you for adding that in, Lily. Last two here today, and then I'll give a little summary of all of them together before we wrap up. The last two actually connect to death and the transitioning of family members and an important spirits, two important spiritual teachings to understand to help us with setting boundaries with them. The first is death is not the end of the relationship. And when death occurs, the relationship shifts. It shifts compared from being, you know, when it's in the physical relationship, that relationship shifts, doesn't end into something different in the ethereal, right? Into your, your connection to them in their spirit body. So why is this relevant when we set boundaries? Often we hold a lot of judgment, blame, guilt, shame around setting boundaries, especially when our parents might be close to passing on or moving on to the next dimension. 
there's a lot of our own resistance, our own shadows, again, around maybe getting it right, around maybe releasing the boundaries because we hold fear around not giving love to them before they pass on. A lot of, again, a lot of density, a lot of illusion here because we're concerned that death is the end, that death is the end in this case to the relationship itself. And not only is it not the end, but I would assert, and I, in my opinion, the relationship often shifts for the better. It often shifts for the better and boundaries, we can learn more about boundaries with this new relationship evolution. We hold so much our ego hold so much of our shadows and our pain in this 3D physical form, right? This is not a judgment. This is not a blaming of that. This is just how it works. But when we transition, much, if not all, of our ego is dissipated. So what does that mean in relation to a boundary with a family member? Well, what it means, it's often easier to set the boundary. It's often easier to learn about the boundaries without the interference of the ego and its shadows. So this is really a teaching to help you release and forgive and accept and understand that it's okay to be exactly where you're at with your boundaries, with your family members, even if it's close to their time of death, their time of transition. Things will not end. Things will continue. And if you wish to keep setting boundaries, if you wish to keep learning about boundaries, then you can. So it's the bigger lesson here is really releasing fear around death at large. That specifically today, in relation to your family and the boundaries you wish or do not wish to set. Which brings me to my last point and continues the death is not the end. So not only is death not the end in relation to the transition of the soul, it's not the end in terms of where the soul then goes and where your soul goes within the next lifetime in reference to the family connection, the soul connection, the, the connection that these two souls have. So what I'm saying here is, let's say that you have fear and concern around setting boundaries with your mom or your dad because there's some things that you want to gain from this relationship and you're not setting the boundaries because you feel like you're running out of time. There's some things you want to connect to, you want to get from this relationship and you're not setting the boundaries or you have, there's issues around the boundaries because you fear that it's all running out and then as soon as death occurs, that's it. And I'm here to remind you that in my experience, in my perspective, this is where reincarnation, 
This is where karma comes in. This is where, once again, your soul family, your soul contracts come in. If you have not learned the lesson, if you have not integrated or applied the beautiful boundary or the lessons around the boundaries in the way that you wish to apply them and and you wish to gain from them, if all of that is not done, then once again, it's okay. All is okay. Once again, there is no rush, there is no expectation, there is no pressure, no push. You will come back. And specifically in relation to your family members, this soul contract, this connection will also come back. But the interesting thing here is that it often comes back in a different form. So for example, in my life, I've come to the realization that some of my family dynamics with my mother, my father, my soul connection, the dynamic that it is within this lifetime of mother and son, father and son, the souls were in different arrangements in past lifetimes. So me as the father, the father as the son, as an example. So this is really where it gets interesting and where we can learn to release pressure because this evolution, this shifting and continuation of the soul family will evolve, will transform. And specifically, it will transform and evolve for you. So if the karma is still unbalanced, if the karma is still left in fear, in tension, in resistance, that karma will be the propelling force that allows the soul family, soul contract to evolve and expand into the next lifetime. So new lessons, new discoveries, or old lessons can continue to be brought awareness to, can be continued to be shown or brought up in within the family connection. In this example today, within your boundaries that you wish to set. That's often, as we've all experienced, that's often when the teachings come up. That's often when the, the shadows come up. That's often when the past wounds come up. So, this is a, it can be a whole episode in itself, but I'll just land it here and summarize it with death is not the end. It will continue. You will reincarnate. This contract, this soul, family, union and connection will continue to expand and evolve. And you do not need to get it all right. There's no one testing ticking you wrong or right. There's no force outside of you that is waiting to judge you. You are that force. So you're allowed to release all guilt, all shame, all judgment, and just continue to play the game. Okay. 
powerful one there right at the end. Hope it hit your heart. There's some lessons coming through for me as always. I'm going to give a little summary here <clears throat> of all the lessons before we finish. I hope it brought you value and guidance today. So the teachings here today around setting healthy boundaries with your family members. Number one was there is always a lesson to be received in the activation of a boundary. There was always a lesson to be received by you by then in the activation of the boundary. Number two, your sole responsibility to your journey is to yourself. Your sole responsibility to your journey is to yourself. Number three, you can send them love beyond the physical. With the boundary set up, you can still connect to them through love, through compassion, through kindness. Number four, you're allowed to bring in ancestral support to set up boundaries, ancestral, ethereal support from the beyond. Number five, it's okay to feel and be in it when the boundaries don't go correct. It's okay to feel and be in it. Number six is it's also okay to be triggered and for it to go badly. It's because all of this is a part of the classroom of life, the classroom that your soul is here to move through. Number seven is you're always planting seeds within the boundaries that you either set up or don't set up. You're always planting seeds. Number eight is their wound is not a reflection of you. Their wound is not a reflection of you when you're acting from love. And number nine and 10 is death is not the end to either the relationship that will continue in the ethereal and it's also not the end to the relationship that will continue in the next lifetime. So these are my pieces of guidance from my heart to yours. I hope it illuminated some of the boundaries that you're trying to implement in your family connections today. If it did, please let me know, reach out on social, connect on the podcast. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feelings. If you joined live today on the show, uh, I see you. Welcome. Thank you for adding in your comments, Lily. And uh, if this really hits your heart, remember you can support the show by sharing it, if you dare, with a family member, a friend, a lover. Until next time here on the show, I send you love, I send you light, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different
Piper Show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.